Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today's Issues on American Family Radio. Today's Issues is the name of this show. On this April the 6th, 2022, I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Vitagliano. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Tim. Chris Woodward. Good morning. Fred's out today, right? He is, yes. Yeah. I think he's going to be uh, buying stock in Twitter, <laughs> so he's make, he's going to try to... He's got a handle that this morning be yeah. on the phone with he's, his he's, broker he's talking to elon musk every tweet's going to end with a because <laughs> of canadian yeah. elon musk is uh what, what's he he buying a, he's buy, he's about nine percent of tw- twitter stock yeah right? he's he's going to be a major player there now uh one of the uh, people calling the shots uh a lot of people are excited about this because uh he has been at times um in favor of things like free speech which has been an issue on twitter for a lot of people uh, some people have been kicked off twitter uh, for things they said that Twitter didn't like. So we'll see how Elon Musk might um, handle these kinds of things going forward. You know, the old expression, you have to you have, to have money to make money. Because I, I just I just saw the headline um, this morning and was in meetings, wasn't able to look. I, I wanted to read the story. But apparently when Elon Musk bought all this Twitter stock, he, like, made a billion dollars. Is because, that all? Because the t- Twitter stock shot up in value and so i mean he'd have to sell the stock mm-hmm. to, to actually cash out but can you imagine that you just go i'm, I'm going to buy nine percent of twitter stock and i'm going to make a billion dollars when the stock appreciates yeah <laughs> that's, yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah yeah i did that yesterday that's the uh, <laughs> that's a that's a modern day uh equivalent of midas right yes oh, yeah. huh uh elon, everything elon musk touches turns to gold mm-hmm. My yeah. favorite of his uh, ventures, though, outside of uh, Twitter, he owns something called the Boring Company, which has to do with like drilling. But I, it just sounds like the world's worst name for a company, the <laughs> Boring Company. I think I shopped there one time. Well, I hope <laughs> I hope he buys. I hope he buys more of Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Twitter is one of the uh, social media giants that is very discriminatory against conservatives and Christians. Yes. Right. Uh, and not so, not at all against lefties. Uh, right. You know, so it's, it's a one-way censorship, if that's what you want to call it, uh, approach that Twitter has taken. I, I think uh, I read where, of course, we know President Trump's off there, mm-hmm. right? Has been. He's, he's permanently, he's off permanently, I, I would mm-hmm. suspect. But then you got uh, Tucker Carlson. And uh, there's a couple of other. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is somebody that's been kicked off there from time to time. Right. And, but uh, I think uh, the, it was a couple of other ones that, uh, oh, Babylon B. Oh, yeah, yeah. Babylon B, Tucker Carlson, and uh, there was another conservative that was kicked off Well, you can be Twitter. You can, you can be an Iranian, you know, the Ayatollah, yeah. and, and tweet out, you know, death to Israel. All day long, right. and you, and Twitter goes thumbs it's, up. We're good with that. You better not uh, 
cross the LGBTQ XYZ <laughs> right. crowd, are you going to be uh, putting time out or you're going to be suspended? Yeah. Uh, so by uh, Elon Musk buying 9% of Twitter, if you, I don't know how much you have to have to, maybe that's enough to, it's probably not, but some, uh, Jack Dorsey's out of that, isn't he? Yeah, uh, this is he still on stock though. W- well, I think so. Now he several months ago, unrelated to the Elon Musk uh, situation, it was announced that he was going to be leaving, and someone else was basically going to be taking his position. He was still going to remain some sort of a a role with the company. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think Elon Musk, although he's not a conservative per se, he's a libertarian mm-hmm. with with some conservative ideas or con- he he does respect freedom and liberty and the Constitution. Although I don't, he's not a uh, a believer, you know, a, mm-hmm. but uh, he does have. I think that's that's great news that a guy like him is getting involved with Twitter because maybe he will be able to stop this, as I said, discrimination against conservatives. Uh, sure. Right by the uh, Twitter. Just make regular. Twitter a level playing field for everybody, and as long as you're not advocating criminal conduct. Yes, there you go then you're allowed to say what you want. Right. Right. I think I think lots of you us You want to say Ivy? If you want to say yes. You want to say Mectern? If you want to say uh you want to talk about Roxy? hydroxy cookies? Yes. <laughs> you then, know? then then what? I, I just yeah, this whole thing with the with COVID and people talking about treatments and mm-hmm. what medicines and what's good and what's bad and what they've done, what their experience was and and then the uh, Twitters and the Facebooks, I don't know how much Facebook has done this, but Twitter, to try to come in and, and, and other social media giants, try to come in and regulate all that talk and, and call anything that doesn't fit the CDC narrative. Right. That's misinformation. Yes. Uh, misinformation. Now, they don't, they don't ban the left-wing politicians when they also uh, use uh, – Information that violates CDC standards. You ever notice this? Right. Because right. Biden said last summer, hey, take the vaccine shot. You you can't get COVID. You remember right. that? Yeah. He wasn't taking off. To, oh, my goodness. That's, right. That's misinformation. Right. We have to take him down. Yes. You know, if, if Trump had said that, they would say, well, that's misinformation. We have to take him down. That's right. Yeah. You know? So so Elon Musk. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, oh, to no. start off the, no. the conversation well, I, there. I needed but, to rant. But so. – but he bought I have plenty 9. of bad news to go over. So yes, <laughs> he bought a nine point two percent stake uh, in the company. So he's the largest stakeholder, yeah. and then he joined and, the board of directors and still makes his house note and still makes his house note before the grace period. Oh, excuse yes. me, excuse me, his house's note. <laughs> yeah, his Multiple mansion's houses. note. Uh, he just yeah. pays cash for those things. We got anyway. It. I I, I kind of yeah. He's the richest, the the richest guy in the world, right? One of them. He was at one time the richest. I think he's still up there, uh, maybe number two at the at the lowest. Yeah. All right, Chris. Well, uh, Ed, you want to tell people how they can further appreciate this program? Yes. If you if you'd like to watch us do radio, uh-huh. you can. There's a way technologically. Mm-hmm. You go to Facebook or YouTube, and simply uh, type in the name of this program, today's issues, in the search bar. And you can watch us do radio. And uh, and on our Facebook page, we post the stories that we talk about. Yes, that is correct. And that's why Tim and I, you'll hear us not use the actual words. We'll talk about Ivy. We'll talk about hydroxy cookies. 
but we don't actually say the words like we. Right. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a Joe Biden, President Joe Biden. Okay, here. you do that. Ivermectin. <laughs> okay, so we don't say that out loud because right, then we get in trouble. Yeah, we get in trouble with with uh, with those big social media. Yeah. Could be a pandemic of the misinformation. Promoting, promoting <laughs> yes. misinformation. Right. Uh, all right, Chris. Go ahead. Well, uh, something that uh, Fox News is talking about, or just finished a segment talking about Newsmax, has been all over this this morning as well. Uh, the U.S. and the European Union plan today to impose what's being called stiff new sanctions against Russia in retaliation for quote-unquote war crimes in Ukraine after it was revealed this week that Russia killed a lot of uh, civilians, women and children, may have actually used chemical weapons uh, in one assault on a town there in Ukraine. Um, it. It looks like details are kind of scarce on what exactly these stiff new sanctions are going to be. But USA Today says um, we're going to impose a ban on new investment in Russia. Uh, these things are intended in part to impose acute and immediate economic harm on Russia. The the questionable thing here is obviously the sanctions we've been imposing on them for a month now uh, really haven't done anything to stop Russia. We were we talked about how we were going to quit funding their war machine by getting oil. We were. Uh, all these oligarchs were going to pressure Putin to stop the assault. Obviously, they're still continuing. And that's caused some Republican senators to say we have to step up and do more. I've got a clip here. This is Louisiana Senator John Kennedy. He was on Fox News Channel saying we need to supply some sort of military aid to Ukraine. Clip one. We need to give Zelensky the weapons that he needs. I'm not talking about American tanks or planes or troops. But, but I'm talking about the, uh, the anti-aircraft, the anti-ship, ship, the surface-to-air missiles, the tanks, the planes that our European allies have offered to provide. Now, the Biden administration has, for a, while, for a while now, been reluctant to do anything involving U.S. weapons because they are afraid it's going to start a greater conflict. Um, I don't know whether or not Putin would see us using European military equipment as a threat because we're the ones providing that to Ukraine. Uh, the Russians aren't, they're not idiots. They, they know that, you know, we've, as far as I know, promised, and I'm guessing we've delivered on uh, the, um, the, the sending over there of small arms and anti-tank missiles and those kind of things. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what country it comes from. Um, if it's coming from NATO, they're going to know that uh, we're supplying their in, in their minds their enemies with weapons. In fact, that's that's what they've been that's what they've been saying all along that we know who our enemies are, and I think that all Russia and Putin, I think they baked into their uh, considerations of invading Ukraine what these kinds of sanctions would do. And they figure they can weather it and they figure they can do what they want to do in Ukraine, pull out. And I, I doubt very much that Europe is going to cut off their, in other words, find other avenues to get oil and will never do business again with Russia. I think whatever sanctions they'll have will be temporary. And Russia knows that. Yeah. I don't have a lot of to add to that. I agree with what everything. I agree with everything Ed said. Okay. In other Biden news this hour, uh, let's shift gears and talk about Hunter I was Biden. Say however. No. Uh, let's talk about. You didn't uh, let me, Chris. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's all right. I, it's it's not. Uh, I yield my time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, no, uh, I 
you know, this this is um, a war that nobody knows how it's going to end exactly and what it's going to look like, except that it appears the the infrastructure, the buildings, and and the highways and of Ukraine is going to be blasted into oblivion. Mm-hmm. And and this is that's less important than human life, obviously. And the atrocity that we're seeing reported out of Ukraine on what the Russians are doing to the people, which are unspeakable acts in some of these towns and places. Right. But I, I don't know what they're gonna. I don't know what they're going to. They're talking about holding Putin accountable for war crimes and some of his military leadership. I don't know how that's ever going to happen, huh? So no, you can't. I mean, you can't. You can't. We were talking about before the show. You can't. You're not going to drive into Moscow and you know pull up to the Kremlin and say right. hey, we have warrants from the United Nations right. International Criminal Court. Right. And I and I I don't. I don't want to see that anyway. Not that, not that Putin and some of these Russians aren't res- shouldn't be held responsible. I don't. I don't like the idea of the UN International Criminal Court having being granted that kind of authority because, for political reasons, they may decide to hold Israel accountable or the United States yeah. accountable for what they think is a, you know, crime against humanity. I'm, but, but there are some terrible things happening. I mean, they're talking about portable Russian crematoriums being, you know, uh, that's for the Russian soldiers though. Right. Or is that not? this Fox news story I was reading that talking about they're operating in Mariupol and they're using it to cover up their crimes against the Ukrainian citizens. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're burning these bodies. So nobody will know whether they use chemical weapons or the only way I see this ending anytime soon. And by soon I'm talking in the next month, perhaps would be for the Russians to suffer so many losses and uh, so much so much damage to their military equipment that they just can't they can't keep going. Yeah, I, I don't know what their inventory looks like. You know, back that they can bring to bear. I know they're one of the largest armies in uh, armies slash militaries in the world, uh, but the the fact that that they haven't been able to dominate. Uh, Ukraine, which is not like the U.S. going to Iraq, mm-hmm. right? right. Uh, on the other side of the world, this right. is this is their border, uh, a border country, mm-hmm. and the fact that they haven't been able to take over yet says to me that the Russian military, so there's something wrong. Yeah, uh, they 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 under they underestimated the will of the Ukrainian people to fight. And that's one thing it seems to me, but another thing is they should they should have been able to uh, overwhelm the uh, the Ukrainian army right. and in in a matter of weeks, and they're still over there trudging through. I guess. Well, I I, I just I just think that par- part of the miscalculation seems like there's a couple again not a military expert it seems like there's a couple of miscalculations that Russia made. One for one thing, I will say that the defensive weaponry over the last few decades, you know, talking about drones, you're talking about yeah. you can do a lot of damage Satellite, to a mech- yeah, uh, do a lot of damage to mechanized uh, militaries 
with uh, with people who aren't necessarily professional soldiers. You can train someone how to use an anti-tank it's weapon. It's smart warfare today. It's not necessarily numbers. You're, you're going to put the hurt on an invading force. And then the other miscalculation, I think, which is probably the most important consideration here, is that I think Russia thought the Ukrainian government would surrender. Right. Because Russia could have rolled over uh, Ukraine in, in a hurry if they had done like they did in World War II, which is we're going to level your cities – we're going to set up our, our til- artillery, and we're going to l- let loose our bombers, and we're going to level your cities. And I don't think the Russians wanted to do that because they thought, well, we don't have to. We want there to be a Ukraine after we're – and I thought, think they thought the people would surrender and they wouldn't fight. Yeah, and then they could just capture the existing country without destroying right. it, Right, what you're saying. And, but the, I, I think they didn't anticipate that the Ukrainian people, especially the men who stayed behind – were willing to fight to the death. And so their choices were level the city, which is what they're uh, – level the country, which is what they're yeah. doing now, uh, uh, or not invade. And The ramifications of this uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine are generational, <clears throat> and, and this is going to create hatred uh, between the – seems to me between the Ukrainian and the Russian, even the Russian people mm-hmm. uh, for decades to come. We'll probably, they'll probably be talking about this in history classes 50 years from now, right. you know, yeah. because if it, so anyway, it's a horrible situation for the Ukrainian people in particular. And uh, so you're listening to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim with Ed and, and Chris. Chris, next story. Well, in other Biden news, uh-huh. uh, as everybody is aware, Hunter Biden had a laptop. Uh, that the That's New York, a nursery rhyme. It is, yeah, Hunter Biden had a laptop. I'm not going to sing it, though. E-I-E-I-O. Uh, yes. And, uh, Hunter Biden and on laptop. that laptop, he had... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he that was had, good, Chris. <laughs> thank you. He had emails and pictures uh, that were not very good for Hunter Biden. In terms E-I-E-I-O. of the emails, at least, um, uh, there were emails that show Hunter Biden benefited monetarily uh, from situations that may have also uh, padded the pockets of then-Vice President Joe Biden in terms no. of Hunter's overseas dealings. Chris, yes. well, a lot did of people- your mama not ever tell you to think the best of people? <laughs> she did. Okay, she did. well, that's just, you're not giving the president the benefit of she the doubt. She probably just yelled out, I did! And when it comes to President Biden, if you can't say anything nice <laughs> about President Biden, yes, you're, you're banned from yes, Twitter. you're mad. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll whisper. Your mama probably tell you that too. I'll whisper it nicely. Yeah. All right. So, uh, the New York Post was one of the first news outlets in the uh, 2020 campaign year to report this, and at the time, it was labeled fake news by a lot of Democrats. And the Biden campaign said it was no, you know, it wasn't true. Uh, but then, in recent weeks, of course, you had the New York Times and the Washington Post say, "Okay, the Hunter Biden laptop is real," and that has started uh, a lot of people demanding. Uh, the government investigate whether or not uh, Hunter did stuff illegally, whether or not uh, then-Vice President Joe Biden uh, benefited from things improperly. Uh, and it wound up as a uh, Q&A during a uh, White House press briefing this week. I've got some audio here of Peter Ducey at Fox asking White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki whether the Biden Department of Justice can do a fair and impartial investigation of Hunter Biden. Clip two. Is there any concern that they're not going to be necessarily seen as being able to make the decisions independently? If the White House Chief of Staff is out saying that uh, the president is confident his son did not break the law. 
Well, that's something the president has said, and certainly we would echo. But in the same answer to that question, Peter, during an interview this week on ABC, Ron Klain also said the Justice Department is independent and they will make their own decisions. And the president has said that he never spoke to his son about his overseas business dealings. Is that still the case? Yes. Now, here's the here's my question. Uh, the Department of Justice, it falls under the executive branch. They can say they're impartial and they'll do something um, independent all they want to. But someone at the DOJ, in this case the Attorney General, still answers to the President. So, do you guys think the DOJ under Biden will actually give this the fair and impartial investigation it needs? Before I answer that, let me just go back to the words of Jen Psaki there. Uh, soon to be retired from her yes. post, right? She's right. going to go over to MSNBC for a radio show. Well, she's negotiating her new salary, I think. Right. I think she has a potential to bring hundreds of viewers <laughs> to to that network. <laughs> I, I, huh, I just don't. Maybe I, I don't doubling think, their viewers. I don't think we should underestimate that. Uh, li- listen, this 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 is a this is an obvious. This is obviously one of those begs the question moments that you can't ask Jen Psaki because she she circles back with you or she moves on to the next reporter. And I'm not saying that that isn't good strategy on the part of a White House press secretary who, do- job. who doesn't want to answer hard questions and is there to spin as much as possible. However, um, if you don't know what's on that laptop – you don't know whether it's legal or not. Very true. And considering con- good point. considering her, his son Hunter Biden's past, and who he's who he has hung out with, and his business dealings that have been that I remember the guy coming on uh, was it Tucker Carlson, and he was his business associate, and he was just oh yeah, he was telling all the dirty laundry, and uh, of course I think that was right before the election. Of course the mainstream media mm-hmm. didn't cover it because it would have hurt Biden, and they needed Biden to beat Trump. That was their most important yeah. agenda item. Uh, but so that's number one. Uh, number two, uh, the uh, uh, the um, related to that, uh, Peter Ducey right there says uh, the president has said he's confident that Hunter Biden has not broken the law. And then she says he's never talked to him about his foreign business uh, uh, dealings. Right. Well, if you haven't talked to him about his foreign business dealings, how are you confident he hasn't broken the law? Because it sure looks like he has. Right. Or, or there's a it, it stinks to high heaven. The money now did did my question would be, and this listen. Grifters, if that's what you want to call them, are people who are opportunists, opportunists who make money off uh, their family name or their who their friends are. That's gone on since the beginning of time and will continue. Right. Yeah, that's human nature. So Hunter Biden wouldn't be the first one that ever made money off uh, sure. uh, in, in the political world. In fact, it goes on all the time now with congressmen and senators who leave, Republican and Democrat alike, they leave the House or the Senate and then they go work on K Street to uh, and get paid millions of dollars by the people who lobby. And then they go lobby their friends back in Congress to get deals cut. Yeah. And it's it's shady, to say the least, a lot of that. But in this case, uh, for, uh, for to, to, and for 
for Jin Psaki to say the president has never talked to her, his son about his his business dealings, and yet there are pictures of of Joe Biden and Hunter Biden golfing with Hunter Biden's business right. associates. Mm-hmm. Well, so th- and and he, uh, uh, pres- uh, Vice pres- uh, President Biden, when he was vice president, wrote a college recommendation letter oh, for yeah. the son of a Chinese executive who did business with Hunter Biden. Why yeah. would you do that yeah. unless you knew yeah. who I, this guy was? I, so Jen, Jen Psaki, if you were able to have follow-up questions, should not be able to get away with this kind of an answer. We'll be back momentarily. Stay with us. What we believe about the Bible is based on what we believe about its source. The God Who Speaks, the award-winning documentary from the American Family Association, is now available in a special limited edition DVD set. This release includes a Sunday school curriculum and two hours of additional footage. Go to thegodwhospeaks.org to get your copy today. Thegodwhospeaks.org. Hello, everybody. I'm Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. Hey, our 2022 Spiritual Heritage Tours are filling up. So if you want to go with us in June or September, uh, you need to get registered. The website is spiritualheritagetours.com with an S, spiritualheritagetours.com. And mostly it's listeners from AFR from all over the country who join us in Williamsburg or Washington, D.C., the trips are two. There's one to Washington, D.C. and George Washington's Mount Vernon. We'll see all the sites of our nation's capital. And then we're also going to Williamsburg, Jamestown, and Yorktown. Uh, these are, again, in June and September. They're filling up. We'll be full pretty soon. So if you want to go with us, the itinerary, the cost, all the information you need to know, the dates are available at spiritualheritagetours.com. That's spiritualheritagetours with an S dot com. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starn. Stand by for news and commentary next. Uh, my goal as a teacher is, is to impart knowledge and then be able then for them to take it and turn it into wisdom. As we teach, I think, okay, five years down the road, how will the material that I am teaching them really affect their lives and their careers? Hi, Todd Starnes here. Truett offers biblically-centered degree programs. Check out truett.edu slash Starnes. Finally, some common sense in the world of competitive sports. The Union Cyclist International has banned a man who identifies as a woman from competing in the British Championship. Their decision had nothing to do with science. It had everything to do with a threat. Biological women said they were going to boycott the race, and the cycling organization realized it would look really bad if the only person pedaling a bike in the women's championship was a man. British Cycling says there needs to be more clarity and fairness for transgender athletes, and they are free to have that discussion. But clarity and fairness cannot be at the expense of biological women. It seems to me the best path forward would be to create a third sporting group, one specifically for those who are confused about their gender. You need to read my book about this, folks, Culture Jihad, How to Stop the Left from Killing America. It's available at your favorite bookstore and online at toddsterns.com. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to His great mercy, He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. 1 Peter 1.3 American Family Radio 
This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. So, I have a question for you, Chris and okay. Ed. Did I finish what I was talking about last half hour? That's not the question. But anyway, if I didn't, I need to get back to that. Tell me where I stopped. Uh, well, the question was, do you think the DOJ, which Department serves, of Justice? Yeah, which serves President Biden, will actually do the fair and impartial investigation? Not of, the, not of his son. No, that's why they're going to need a special counsel. That's that's the that's the reason why there is such a thing as independent counsels. Yeah, because yeah. the Justice Department, although it's supposed to be independent. The political realities are that the attorney general is appointed by the president, and chances are they're a, a fervent supporter of the president's party. They're not going to do anything that's going to harm the chances of that party to succeed politically in the future. That's why you have independent councils Yeah, is because you want somebody who supposedly is not going to be influenced by political considerations, even yeah. though when Robert Mueller was appointed – he went and, and got all Democrat yeah. lawyers to work yeah. for him. Yeah, this is a mess for uh, Biden. Uh, and if the, the this is why Jen Psaki is moving over in MSNBC. Right. She doesn't want to answer any more of these kind of questions, I don't think. Uh, because, she sees the handwriting on the wall, too, yeah. I would guess. Yeah, they're, they're, as I've said before, um, it's universally accepted that the Republicans are going to win back the House in November. That means full-scale investigations uh, of Hunter Biden and his business dealings and whether his dad made kickbacks and money while he was VP. All that stuff's going to be talked about and exposed, and it's going to be done with people having to testify under oath to a large extent. That'll be so. It's that so you lose if you lose the House. I don't know what's going to happen to the Senate. It really doesn't matter, quite frankly, except for judicial uh, confirmations. Yeah, you lose the House. If you're Biden, and he already trying to find kitchen, right, in the, in the White House. <laughs> trying to find the kitchen, you mean? I mean, the dude's fading. Yeah. Okay, excuse the – the president is uh, fading. Yes. Mentally and physically. He had just lost his fastball. He needs shoulder surgery. Bingo. That, yeah. I should have said it like that. Well, I said he couldn't find the kitchen. That's what I'm here for. Okay, but the point you see yesterday, I'm walking around. I'm just saying. So you got you got a a president that's physically and mentally on the decline, uh, and then you have then you have you lose the house. You're not going to get anything done legislatively. You're going to be under investigation. Right. Um, hearings. Hear, hearings galore. and those kinds of things. So it's it's going to be. It's going to be a uh, a miserable two years, assuming Biden stays in the White House. As far as Frank. Well, and there'll be po there'll be political division in, amongst the Democratic Party too, because if it unfolds like you just yes. said yes. in November, yeah, Nancy Pelosi's going to San Francisco. She's, she's going home. She's out, and you've mentioned this before on the show. I think you did it on Monday. The only the only people really on the bench for Democrats are radicals, left wing radicals. And they're going to say, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, you folks, even Hillary Clinton, you've had your shot, and we just got blasted. Right. And so, it's your fault. And it's, it's, the, your fault. it's the old guard's fault. It's time for 
fresh ideas. Fresh idea. And, and you're so, going to have war yeah. within the Democratic Party between 2022 and 2024. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that's discouraging. Oh, you hate to see that. As a yeah, conservative, yeah. it couldn't happen to a nicer <laughs> bunch of folks, huh? <laughs> Next story, Chris. Well, uh, let's keep it uh, elections here for just a second. Uh Uh, Yesterday, uh, in Washington, D.C., former President Obama was asked by a reporter, hey, what advice do you have for Democrats running in the midterm election? Now, Obama was at the White House at the time he was asked this. I could have cut the audio, but it was one of those situations where there was a lot of crowd noise, and you couldn't necessarily make out what he said. It was better for TV than radio, if that makes any sense. What did he say? Uh, Obama's answer was this, quote, we've got a story to tell. Go and tell it. I got coffee in my mouth. Yeah. I was on the second. Well, uh, almost, somebody almost. that did not have coffee in his mouth uh, was uh, former Governor Chris Christie uh, from New Jersey, Republican, of course. Uh, he offered this response to Obama's yes. advice today on Fox okay, and Friends, clip that. seven. I, I want them to follow Barack Obama's advice, uh, and we'll get the same results we got in the midterms in 2010 and 2014 when he was president, romps by the Republican Party. Here's the story they have to tell. $5 a gallon gasoline, runaway inflation at the supermarket, uh, critical race theory in the classroom, um, crime on the streets that is rampant in America's cities, uh, a porous border um, that people are, are pouring over now will pour even more if they continue to change policy and revoke Title 42. That And an awful withdrawal from, you, from Afghanistan and slowness in terms of defending the Ukrainians. Tell that story, and the Republicans are going to retake the House, the Senate, and we're going to have more than 30 governorships. He just bingoed. Yeah. Governor Christie did. Uh, just bingoed. Obama, uh, that was an acting job uh, that he did yesterday at the right. White House. Yeah. Huh? He rehearsed that. What is he without, supposed to without, say? Without laughing out loud himself. Yeah. Right, it was like a, he was roasting Biden. We got a story to tell, don't we, Joe? <laughs> going into going into the fall over here, election. Joe. Over here, yeah. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that's just yeah. yeah. You're right. And what's he supposed to say, right? Uh, well, he can't tell the truth. I know he can't, because he can't depress turnout even more. Right. Chris Christie just told the truth. Yeah. Yes. So get your resume together. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Because big changes yeah. are coming. <laughs> What was it true that uh, I didn't watch all the clips and video, but it was some of the, some folks were telling me this morning that Biden video was uh, the, the that the that the people at the White House were gathering around Obama. Yeah, yes, as it if was they were, true. If they were sitting at his feet for to it was, ho- I, I, open like the Pope hoping yeah. to be blessed, while Biden was wandering around the room with nobody to talk to, throwing, throwing his hands up like, "Why is nobody here for me?" <laughs> it, it was it was so. Sad. I'm just going to be honest. I I felt sorry for Joe Biden because he was, everyone was around President Obama. Now listen, President Obama, the former president, he can still light up a room when he's around Democrats and and other supporters. He is a big deal. People love him. He's energetic. He's funny. He's engaging. I think he's smart. Uh, so he had a lot of people around him. Now, folks, please don't email me. Think his policies were evil, please. Yes. Uh, but Joe Biden was literally wandering around, and he was looking around like anybody want to talk to me? <laughs> and he would. He did, at one point he just kind of raised his hands like I don't know what I'm supposed to go. Where do I go now? He does say that a lot. Is what do I do now? Yeah. There was one scene. He says it out loud. Yes. Yeah. What do I do there now? There was one clip where I saw where. 
uh, President Obama is surrounded by people, and Joe Biden is standing behind the crowd of people. The president of the United States. The president of the United States, and it looks like he's trying to get Barack Obama's attention. It yeah. looked like he was saying, Barack, Barack. Hey. But nobody was <laughs> nobody was listening or had it, had eyes on him. Oh, it, it was It was sad. Sad and awkward. Yeah. yeah. Because you know why? This is, I, I'm not, again, we're, we're not making fun. I'm just saying President Biden is showing himself increasingly incompetent and should never have been elected president. Right. He should have retired from politics. And because I can see myself. Right. Like right. Joe Biden yeah, in a crowd of my grandkids and great grandkids. Yeah. Everyone's having a good time and saying, hey, hey, I want to tell you one of my stories. Where's, no, it's okay. It's okay, Papa. We've heard him. Where's, Pop, where's Papa Ed? <laughs> well, there he's out in the yard water, it, watering the flowers. Well, yes. it's January. <laughs> what, what is he doing? That's right. Anyway, it, it, listen, that kind of thing happens to everybody if you live long enough. Right. Yeah. So that you're right. We're not making fun of. Uh, of, well, yes, I guess we are in a way, but um, um, it's a good-natured ribbing. On we all uh, are going to get that way if we live. He should be president. That's all. That's what I'm saying. Yes, because this is what happens. Right. It'll happen to me, like you said, right. if I live right. Right. long yeah. enough. Now, uh, this is before my time, and I was unaware of. Uh, I always grew up hearing that people had talked about whether or not Reagan was too old to be president. Uh, and you know, Reagan when he ran the in in 1980. He was like 67 years old. And oh, the he, debate, was, he was 70. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. the debate back then was, you know, he's too old. And right. then, I mean, Biden had like eight years on Ronald Reagan. Um, and Ronald Reagan at the end of his Yes, he did. Uh, he, had Alzheimer's. he had Alzheimer's. Yeah. This is yeah. the risk you run. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, again, back to my uh, my point that I've made several times on this program, you you should you get you get you get past seventy five years old. You should not run for president. Right. Doesn't matter which party. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Seventy five years old. You need to enjoy the rest of your life. Not worry about being the leader of the free world. Right. Okay. Yeah, that is why I I think Hillary Clinton may very well be the only person to ever go to her grave going, I wish I would have angry tweeted more because that's <laughs> like literally what she lives to do. She yeah. still hasn't uh, conceded, really, 2016. She still thinks she was robbed uh, yeah. by that. Mm -hmm. So, All right. In other news, uh, there is a big uh, rally today uh, outside the Disney headquarters in Anaheim, California. Not in support of Disney. Uh, rather, it's a lot of people that are... Um, that's their headquarters or that's where Disneyland is? It's, Aren't it's they in their Burbank? Uh, well, the Burbank, Anaheim area. Uh, Fox had it as Anaheim. I think that's like saying the Tennessee, Mississippi area. Um, ish yeah ish. but for those who know la yeah you know uh burbank but anyway go ahead that's not the point point is in the los angeles area chris yes. you're correct beautiful downtown disney burbank. disney is being disney is being uh, there is a a protest of conservatives yes uh this is a uh, the group called hold the line uh, uh -huh. it was founded by someone named sean foyt um and he was on fox and friends today to discuss how disney has crossed a line over its stance on things including the florida parental rights and education law clip six you know disney has entertained our kids for decades we've loved it i've taken my kids to disney world it's been amazing they've loved the movies but they crossed a line in the sand when they began to enable those who want to fight to sexualize our kids. So we started a petition at, at fight, uh, parentsfightback.com, parentsfightback.com. We have 20,000 signatures on that petition. And we thought we got to put feet to that petition. And so we're going to gather today in Burbank at the Disney headquarters, 6 p.m. tonight. 
We're going to have a rally. We're going to let our voice be heard. We're going to let parents. Uh, we have former Disney employees, current Disney employees. Huh. We have people in the industry, and we're just going to take a stand. You know what I heard yesterday? I, I haven't had a chance to look this up, but I, I heard this on The Five, which is uh, one of the talk shows mm-hmm. on Fox. Um, it was said on that program that in Florida, sex education doesn't begin until the sixth grade anyway. So why would people be upset if you are saying absolutely no discussions of sexual orientation or gender right. gender between K kindergarten, through, K through K five. Through K th- yeah, you know. So I, I'm not sure why everyone's getting upset. I'm going to check on that to it's find a fo- out. It's a phony uh uh anger the the political left in this country they need to gin up uh, support for them for their causes so they make stuff up okay sometimes maybe not always but they make stuff up that's why they said it's the don't say gay law right it's not that It's as you say, it's a law in the state of Florida, duly passed by their legislature, signed by the governor, Mm -hmm. supported by the, by both Democrats and Republicans in the state of Florida, the citizens who live there, who pay taxes. And they said, listen, we don't want, we don't want kids talking about sex K through three gender identity, all that stuff. None of it, none of it. Uh, so, so we're, 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 we're saying that we're, we're, that's forbidden in our state. That's all that was. Right. That's all that was. That's all the law was. And uh, the LGBTQ folks and uh, the political left, they turned it into the Florida's saying you can't say gay. Right. They won't even. Even when they knew that there was a lie. Yeah. yeah. They were saying. Yeah. It. So as you say, you don't, you don't even have sex education until sixth grade. So uh, what this is to prevent, and maybe the, the governor or those who, who sponsored the legislation could tell you, there probably are. They were probably finding instances where uh, teachers who had an agenda themselves decided to take it upon themselves to push the LGBT sure. stuff to second graders, mm-hmm. and you, they probably found enough of that evidence going on because that these people do take it upon themselves to try to bypass the parents, right? Because the parents are the bigots, yes. And the, and, huh? That's and what they the think. Yeah. Parent, parents are the bigots, and we the the. We who just got out of college need to educate the children right. on on uh, on gender identity. Sure, right. So the, the state of Florida said, "No, we're not going to do that." And then here comes Disney, and their pathetic CEO. The man just ought to resign. He has no backbone whatsoever. He had the reason I say that he wasn't committed to this cause. Right. Uh, he wasn't committed to the LGBTQ. Uh, political agenda. He was there to run the corporation to make right. them money to provide good entertainment. And basically he said, he, I, I wish I had a quote here in front of me, but he said, he said initially that Disney needs to stay out of state politics. Mm-hmm. Right. He did. Okay. Which that was correct. And instead, and, and, and the conservative employees at Disney have said he, he needs to, the company needs to remain neutral on, on these kinds of issues. But instead, What's the guy's name? Bob Chapik. Instead, I've never seen a guy cave so quick. And then he went from caving to the LGBT employees of Disney to to groveling. Yeah. Huh? He's just about crying to keep his job, it seems like. Is that what it is? Every day it's like, what can I do? 
Yes. Yeah. Say we're, I was wrong. Yeah. We're was gonna sorry. double our efforts. We're gonna, we're you know we're gonna defend you. We're gonna protect you. Yeah. And that's when Disney reverse course on the movie that's coming out in June, the Disney yeah. Pixar movie, where they put back. It's an animated film, and they had cut out a same sex kiss. They went ahead and put it back in. By the way, let me just uh, and encourage people. You go to uh, afa.net, you'll see right at the top of the page an action alert. Just click on read more. And on the right, we still have uh, one of our action alerts up. We're encouraging people to commit to boycotting that film. It's called Lightyear, where they have uh, added the lesbian kiss targeting your children, folks. So we're just asking you to, to boycott yeah. that one movie. And we'll see going forward. Well, Disney is a is a behemoth. I mean, they own goodness gracious. How many? They, they own the Star Wars properties, Marvel properties, a ESPN. Yeah, ESPN. They own ABC. ABC. Yeah, uh, they're a behemoth of a company. So it's hard to avoid them altogether. Yeah, but you can do what you can do, which is uh, one film. Yeah, just don't. Yeah, that. Uh, if if you choose to boycott other. Right. Properties associated with Disney, that's everybody's own, um, you know, right. take, yeah. uh, however people want right. to protest. It is good, though, to see that gentleman we just heard, to have a conservative, if that's what you want to call it, uh, although I, I imagine they're not all necessarily conservatives who are going to be out there. They're going to be Disney employees mm -hmm. who are tired of being bullied with this, with this uh, LGBT stuff. Uh, and... And it's good to see them getting organized and getting a voice and having some pushback from the other from the other. You direction. know, you know the miscalcul one of one of the miscalculations that Bob Chapek is it Chapek is that how I, I've heard it CEO of Disney CEO of Disney. The miscalculation here is that Disney is huge, like you said, they are a behemoth, but they're so big they could become the lightning rod for everyone who's tired of woke corporations. That's the miscalculation That's here. People just say, "Listen, I'm tired of companies right. like Disney right. doing right. this. I, I, you, you're not going to put them under, but right. but you could hurt their bottom line when people say, well, well, I'll tell you what. That's a company right. we're gonna we're gonna mm -hmm. not do business with.' Yeah. Um. You know. Uh. In in response to uh Disney, for example, I, I know the Daily Wire, which is seemingly involved in everything now, um, including razors. Has that been been uh, Ben Shapiro? Yeah, it's Shapiro. Ben Shapiro, Jeremy Boring, and some and a few other people that launched Daily Wire how many ever years ago. Uh, but they have in recent days announced they're going to be putting together a Daily Wire Kids uh platform hundred million dollars to, I yeah think they're investing there they've already got yeah. the daily wire itself has some movies um that are not necessarily conservative messages but they're not woke yeah and so you they're going to the, try to do that for kids the shame of this is that uh walt disney would be spinning in his grave if he were to know what had happened with, with his the, his company right that he founded uh which was founded on Clean family entertainment. Yeah, uh, that appealed to, as I say, to the whole family and particularly to children. And um, so, it, but but now what's become uh, of Disney with this pushing of of LGBTQ agenda? And it's not, you know, it's not that they are. Disney is uh, accused of treating their LGBT employees anything but great. They I think have they have a hundred percent 
Yeah. Raiding at the human rights campaign. Yeah. So it isn't like, uh, uh, I mean, uh, so they they mistreated their LGBTQ employees or anything like right. it. It's just that the uh, you get involved in in politics and you start the perception now for millions of Americans is that Disney wants the LGBT gender uh, identity confusion stuff pushed on kids in, oh, yeah. in, in, in K well, through three. Well, they attacked the law, and, and they also had the hidden video that was put out by. I say hidden video. It was a. Uh, it was leaked. It was a leaked video of a uh, uh, Zoom meeting between some of their corporate leaders in their uh, their their product production uh, VP. I think it was was saying that we want to put queerness in all the shows. Mm-hmm. Yes, huh? and they said they had already made the decision in the park in the theme parks to never. Use gendered terms, so we're never going to say "ladies and gentlemen" like they always boys, did. Like they always did, we're going to say "call them," you know, "dreamers," and they, so they had already started doing you, that. You know what I would say to that? If that's your commitment to not use "ladies and gentlemen," "boys and girls," because why? Why would they say Disney's doing that? Because the world is not binary in terms of gender. Okay, then. And and we uh, don't want to hurt uh, anyone's feelings or make okay, them feel Okay, then left go out. to the bathrooms in Disney World and Disneyland and take off the dress and the uh, outline of the man. Right. If that's what you're committed to, and see how that goes for you. Well, it's a great point. They want see see if they want to They're going to have boys rooms and uh, they're going to have separate bathrooms and for why is that, boys Ed? and girls. I, I'm because, going well, I'm going somewhere with this and Ed knows no, what I'm doing yeah. here. Go ahead. Well, why is Disney going to maintain boys and girls separate bathrooms? Because parents don't want their children being accosted by or having to deal with opposite sex people oh, really? in the same restroom. Why is that? Well, because they understand that people uh, are uh, are um, modest or would be afraid because of somebody coming in. That, that's, uh, you um, know, the, to um, bar from the Constitution, that's self-evident. Yes, that's self-evident. I, I ask you a question, but that is self-evident. For the, for, since the dawn of civilization, men and women have gone to different bathroom facilities or restroom facilities or different places. And, yeah, there's a, and different changing threat. rooms. And there's an implicit threat if you're a woman and a man walks in and you're in a vulnerable state you do not want a man you do not know in that bathroom with you. And yeah, if you, it's a small enclosed place. So, so what I'm saying is the the wokeness is uh, in many respects like with this is a denial of reality in the name of pushing something higher in their in their minds. I guess some breaking down gender identity. Your your point, by the way, I just want to commend you. Excellent point. Because Disney would say, I, I, if you if you cornered them, they right. would say, if a man identifies as a woman, he can go into any restroom he wants. But that's not what you're saying. You're saying remove the signs off the doors. Period. Just say bathroom. Anyone can enter. Say bathroom. And they're in not going to do that in Disney World and Disneyland. If Disney's truly committed right. to, to this uh, LGBTQ, they need to remove the signs because that in itself is defining. Yes. Of sex. That's an excellent point. Yeah. That would be a great thing to, to throw back at one of their spokespeople in a interview or if debate. You're, if you're going to say at the end of the day at Disney World and Disneyland, as we always have when they get ready to do the fireworks celebration, mm-hmm. whatever, where they say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, 
has th- that's been the line that Disney's used forever. Mm-hmm. And Disney is now proud. The Disney employees are now are not the employees, but their PR uh, part of their company is now saying, uh, "We we're glad. We're, now we finally got rid of that." Right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm just saying, if you're going to be consistent with that message, and you're going to have to take down the signs and right. just put up bathrooms. Bathrooms. Bathrooms this area, you pick which one you want to go in. Right. And I, I'm just saying, see how that goes for you. Yes. You want to talk about people quit going to Disneyland and Disney World? Yeah. Or, you know what would happen probably? People would figure that out on, the, on their own. You know, probably, they, they would probably somebody would probably draw. You're talking yes. about bathroom graffiti? <laughs> yes. Somebody would draw who goes where. You but, know what I'm saying? But they're not going to do that. They're not going to get not ri- going to do what? Disney is not going to get rid of the signs on the doors male female male female they're not going to do that because they know that would cost them this that they're doing doesn't cost them they're hoping doesn't cost them anything right and we get patted on the back by all the woke people Mm right in corporate america and in hollywood uh and we get patted on the back and there's no cost to it yeah i don't know where this woke garbage is gonna stop it's just getting so absolutely ridiculous these these people have taken over corporate America, mm-hmm. as I said, not necessarily at the at the executive level, but at the HR level, the marketing level. That they, they it's a, it's the tail wagging the dog. They're telling their bosses, uh, "You got to do this, or you're going to be uh, you're going to be attacked by the left wing woke crowd." Oh, yeah. We'll accuse you. We'll That's accuse, all it takes in, from inside the company. Yes, oh, yeah. Disney got employees taking company time to go out in the street and protest against their own leadership yes that's when you say you know what you're fired yes all of that's you. right all of you are fired you don't like it here you don't agree right. with the way we're running things right go work at universal right but you're fired who said that who made that famous what you're fired yeah oh uh, donald trump you're fired. Huh? you're fired you're fired you're fired yeah, that was good you're fired okay ladies and gentlemen boys and girls <laughs> We shall return in five minutes after the news with more of today's issues. Stay with us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.